Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, listeners. Welcome back to Motivate, the Motivation and Inspiration Podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is Andrea Pennington talking about becoming who you really are. I chose this episode because mental health is important, and it's no secret that becoming an entrepreneur or working on crazy goals or doing anything of purpose in life is crazy. It's crazy to wake up at 3 a.m. to really go do something when everyone else is in bed asleep. It's crazy to stay up late at night, conversely, when there's no reason other than you just have to accomplish something. That is just crazy talk. But it's only crazy when you put it in context with other people. So that's why I have today's episode about becoming who you really are. And if you don't become who you really are meant to be, or at least if you're not pursuing that person, you'll actually be upset, depressed, and unhappy. And so you need to focus on becoming that person, doing those things that you need to do, whether it's waking up at 5 a.m. or whether it's running 30 miles a week, whatever it is, you have to do it. That's who you are. You didn't choose it. It chose you. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoy today's episode. When you look yourself in the mirror, past the makeup or blemishes, Do you ever sense that there's more to you than what you see in your reflection? So who are you, really? When asked who are you, most people respond with their age, ethnic background, job, or position in life. Why? Because we've all been programmed. The programming of your self-image and how you describe yourselves to others begins in childhood. As author and biologist Bruce Lipton so passionately explains, During the first six years of our lives, our brains exist in a hypnotic, trance-like state, such that we passively absorb, record, and believe the things that are impressed upon us from the outside world. So from birth, the socialization process shapes our sense of self-identity. And little by little, a social mask is formed, and we behave according to the rules of our family or religion. We adopt the cultural, political, and gender norms that are thrust upon us, causing most of us to lose sight of and compromise who we really are. Now, the sad thing is, most of us end up forcing the unacceptable parts of our personality into the shadows, and we end up masquerading as a half-baked version of ourselves. We embrace the qualities of our peers, or the ideals of our parents, all in an attempt to fit in and be accepted. Meanwhile, the authentic, original you, that glimmer you see reflected deep in your eyes, takes a back seat. Often, we don't realize who we are meant to be because we're so busy trying to live out someone else's ideas. But what if who you thought you were is wrong? What if by being your most authentic, perfectly imperfect self, you could transform your health and your life while having an extraordinary impact in the world? You know, the challenges that our world faces today, from economic collapse 
crumbling political regimes, environmental crises, and global health problems, we need new solutions, not rehashed versions of old thinking. Einstein said, no problem can be solved from the same level of consciousness that created it. In 2010, IBM conducted a study of CEOs around the world. 60% of these CEOs said that creativity is the most important leadership quality for success in business. So you see, we need people who will be creative enough to think outside of the box, those who are bold enough to go for their dreams, and those who are free enough to be truly themselves. That's from whence that creative spark of genius often comes. Now, Greek philosopher believed that we have a telos, a purpose or an end toward which we are pointed. And that end is the self. And the best life, says Aristotle, is spent trying to understand what that self is and to become it. And that's what people who want to transform the world need to hear. Become who you are. Now, that's also the title of one of the positive psychology courses I teach here at IUM in the business school. One of the first assignments is to research the class title. Now, many people have heard Become Who You Are, or they've seen it in online social networks, these cute little postcards. Most often, the phrase is attributed to Friedrich Nietzsche, but Nietzsche was actually quoting Pindar, the lyric poet. Upon further research, we see that Pindar's line, when accur accurately translated from the ancient Greek, reads, become such as you are, having learned what that is. So you see, your first key to becoming who you really are is to learn who you really are. So how do you do that? Shift your focus inward. Question your thoughts and beliefs. Seek to rediscover your true self through inquiry, contemplation, yoga, or as Mathieu Ricard said, through meditation. Now, one way that you can see what is truly you and not just programming is to look at your biology. Dr. Robert C. Cloninger from my alma mater, the Washington University School of Medicine, developed the TCI. The TCI is a, the Temperament and Character Inventory. You take it to learn what your true personality traits are that have come from your family those aspects of our personality that are actually transmitted in the DNA. Now, it is a good place to start, but as you've heard today, your biology doesn't limit you, it's just a starting point. Next, look at your positive traits and talents. Now, we all have a variety of strengths, abilities, and resources, but they don't reflect who you are at your core. But your character strengths are those aspects of your personality that make you unique, feel engaged, and actually make you feel like life is worth living. Now, you can learn about your character strengths by taking the VIA survey. This was developed under the guidance of Dr. Martin Seligman. While studying applied positive psychology, he taught me that when we use our signature strengths more in our daily life, we can achieve authentic happiness, create more flow, and a feeling that what we do in life matters. 
When you feel that your life has meaning and purpose, you take better care of yourself. You will express yourself more freely, and you really start to feel happy and hopeful. And these positive emotions and optimism go a long way towards setting you up for success, better health, and longevity. In fact, a Dutch men's study found that optimism alone could decrease all types of mortality, and in particular, death from heart disease, as did the Women's Health Initiative. So, this type of optimism is critical. I can tell you from personal experience that denying your self-expression can actually lead to depression. For most of my life, I have traveled two parallel paths. By training, I am a scientist, but by passion, I'm an artist. My mother encouraged me to boldly go on stage, on television, and to play music. But it wasn't that she pushed me into the arts. It was our home environment that shaped my decision. Children are to be seen, not heard. This was one of those leftover Victorian ideals from England, where my mother grew up. But when I was on stage, I felt free to finally express myself, and by performing, I could naturally get into the zone and that flow state. Now, my father's influence was equally impressive. He told me that only one in a million artists can make it in the world, so go to school and get an education. I wanted to keep my father happy, so I sacrificed my biggest passion for performing to become a doctor. And for the most part, I was miserable. So, what if the way you've molded yourself or allowed others to shape you was based on false information? You'll, if you're always trying to be normal, you'll never know how amazing you can be. And may she rest in peace. Now, during the first ten years of my medical practice, I discovered that. No matter how many acupuncture needles, medications, surgeries, or even psychotherapy given, some people just wouldn't get better. Or worse, they'd get better and then come down with some other illness or addiction. And when I asked why and probed deeper, I discovered that some of them didn't love and accept themselves. They didn't value their lives, and they didn't even feel that they deserved good health and happiness. And somehow that felt very familiar to me. When we are coerced to be something that we are not, or forced to pursue goals that are not of our own choosing, we often take on the beliefs of others that can literally cause our own self-rejection and self-loathing. 